bringing up like i see a lot of lot of uh like emotions when, when it comes to that <laughs> subject i want to hear i want to hear i want to be your doctor today i want to hear what's wrong well I t- have you watched bad batch yet before we before we start no i haven't watched the bad batch yet okay, i have not gotten I'm, to watch I'm, it I'm I'm a little behind. that's happening this weekend though i'm yeah, watching it this weekend i won't spoil anything but what what gets on my nerves is i watch each new episode of the Bad Batch, and it makes me say, "This is what Star Wars could have and should have been mm-hmm. after Lucas sold it to Disney." You know, true. I, like Mandalorian is like a good to me a good a great example of yes. what, what I imagined was going to happen after that. Whenever Lucas sold it off, I just thought Disney was just going to take it and play in the sandbox. Now, obviously, they. I mean, that you know, Force Awakens is still that. Um, but you seem to be, you're just wiping the slate clean on the, the sequel trilogy. You just don't, you just, you're just, yeah, nope. I have no, I, I have no respect for, you know, I, 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 when we used to do the Outer Rim News podcast, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I was pro tr- sequel trilogy, right? I, I was for it, but as I look back on it now and, and I look and see some of the stuff that's come out and, 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 and you have some space between the last time you know since it came out mm-hmm. I, I just look back on it and say god what a waste what uh just yeah in- incoherent waste of mark hamill's time harrison ford's time carrie fisher's time john boyega's time john boyega's time all of them i mean you know, daisy Ridley's you know, time. I, yeah well you know i can i can always see a couple of you know looking back especially you know and i don't say this around place like you know i i think i'm a little bit different Ashley. like it's i in the end i'm i'm fine with the sequel trilogy i don't i don't have any hate i don't have any particular hatred i have disliked toward certain creative decisions like i mean i'll till the end like say that i was not satisfied with how they ended luke's storyline yeah but um but i mean but that's just i I move on from that but um looking back and hearing john boyega his grievances that he has like you know post rise of skywalker and stuff that you know he was not satisfied with you know as an actor and stuff it some of i mean there wasn't abuse you know it wasn't abusive or anything but damn or some of kind of parallel a little bit with the ray fisher stuff with Really? Justice League. No, I mean, just as in like he, you know, he looks back on the product and he feels like he was done a big disservice because, you know, there were there were things that, you know, he, you know, he feels like he was sold a bill of goods, you know, when he signed on almost because, you know, he felt like he was going to be a big part of the story. Mm-hmm. And then he got relegated, you know, relegated to like this kind of minor you story. Know, yeah. Yeah. You know, because everybody, you know, we all thought that he was going to be, you know, the big Jedi hero of the of the new trilogy. And right. And Ray Ray's a good, you know, twist on it. it was a great twist. But then, you know, now that the twist was gone, they didn't really know what to do with his character anymore. And then, you know, that started the whole gamut of, you know, Ryan Johnson doing his thing with what he did in Last Jedi and. 
Well, well, also too, if you look back on the previous, the six prior films, they mm -hmm. all center around a trio, right? And the, and the trio, outside of Anakin and Luke, pretty much have the same big big story, you know, that that flows throughout their individual trilogies, right? So. Mm -hmm. Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Padme are your, your big your big three in the prequels. Then Han, Luke, and Leia. In the, the sequel trilogy, you have Poe, uh, I want to say John. What's his name? <laughs> Finn. Finn. Poe, Finn, and, and Ray, Ray. But it's mm -hmm. really Ray. That's all you get. Yeah. You yeah, get that is, a yeah. little sidebar over here for Finn. And Poe is missing most of the movie, most of the first movie. Mm -hmm. He has a little bit. He, actually, I would say that he probably has more than Finn in, in some aspects of, of a story. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just, I, I'm just, wow. There was, there was no story structure. You know, it, I think Disney rushed, Disney decided, hell, we got to get Star Wars out. We just bought all this. Let's, let's get it out because that, that's what they want. But they should have sat back and planned like three, like a trilogy. If they knew they were going to put out three movies, plan it. Don't just say, we're going to hire this A-list director and this A-list director and this A-list director, and we're going to hope it all works. Right. And it was, well, I, I will say that it was an A-list directors, but it started with an A-list director, but they were, yeah, they yeah. were ambitious. They were, they, they were very ambitious with being like, oh, we're going to do new directors each time. Because, but they were trying to be like, well, the, the original trilogy, I mean, the, yeah, the original trilogy was different directors each time. And, and George Lucas, you know, kind of hoarded the prequel trilogy and the fans hated that. So let's, I could see why they made certain decisions, but they were making these ignorant, like weird, like fear-based move moves throughout the whole, yeah, reactionary moves throughout the whole making of this sequel trilogy i mean I even like, force awakens me, i felt like yeah i, I felt like the force awakens was reactionary was to, uh, it, well i was i was gonna say like you know you're saying how it was reactionary like you know even in a way force awakens was reactionary to the prequel trilogy is in like you know so many people yeah the people that complained that too many jedi you know you know what made the original trilogy so great was there were so few jedi you know so you didn't have as many lightsabers going around so it made it more special when you had the lightsaber fights. So JJ kind of, you know, goes with Hazel like, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna go back to basics, and then unfortunately that means we're gonna wipe the slate and basically kind of redo the status quo of the of the galaxy almost when you know we rejoin it. So we we've got a empire like entity, you know, causing trouble, and then we also our Jedi have been rewiped out again almost. Right. Well, I'll tell you, those moves, though, are, are probably like <clears throat> they're more longevity based, like they're they're money based. Like, OK, we've got a we've got a, a market thing now. We have to we have to keep going with this. So yeah. what's going to keep going? So it was like first order, all that. You know, that's going to be your stormtroopers moving forward and, mm -hmm. and for the foreseeable future. But um, but I felt like the, the marketing structure and everything going into the force awakens was great i thought the force awakens was a good movie i thought mm -hmm. it was um it was a good start go ahead it, it was a good movie I, I i'll give you that it was a good movie but it's not the movie we needed you know it, it was a good one and done but it was not the movie that we needed for a 
a trilogy. I mean, you did the fans, not you, I'm saying, but Disney did the fans a big, big disservice by The Force Awakens. And what I mean is, is when you announce a a follow-up to freaking Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, the Mm -hmm. fans want to see Luke, Leia, and Han. Yes, you have to add the new people to continue it on. But that whole Luke arc that was in The Last Jedi should have played out in that first movie if they were gonna if they were gonna play Luke like that, right? Mm-hmm. And it the the end of the first movie should have culminated with a return of Luke, Leia, and Han in the freaking cockpit of the Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. going on an adventure with these new kids or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't even get to see that. They took that away from us seeing the thing that we wanted to see the most was mm-hmm. our heroes together one last adventure, right? They they right. totally took that away from us. Well, yeah. but you're but you're looking at that now in hindsight and, and yes, I am. backtracking. I am. <laughs> but you're backtracking on how you feel. That's that's <laughs> I feel like that's cause because you're cause you're basically backtracking and just saying now nah, the first movie can go too. And I feel like the first movie was perfect. I mean I felt like it was a good start. It was all about how they handled it going out because I felt I felt like it, it was kind of sucked, yeah, that you didn't get Luke until the very end of the first one, but that made it even more of a powerful impact of, okay, where are we going for the next one? And I mm-hmm. just felt like even with the next one, I, like Ray was saying, you know, you, you start having those creative choices that, to me, I, weren't, I wasn't mad at Ryan Johnson for making the choices he made because I still enjoyed The Last Jedi for the movie it was. Mm-hmm. But overall, like when you say a movie doing disservice, The Force Awakens was totally fine. The Last Jedi is what totally did a disservice to the whole because it, it pretty much shook up the whole trilogy. If it had just kind of stayed to the to the course, you know, with of the first movie, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just felt like it probably would have been a smoother ride and we wouldn't have been having this discussion. But yeah, but yeah. the last Jedi just shook it up in such a way, like with Ray, he was saying he didn't like how that that Luke story was. You and I even talked about we shared stories yeah. of how we imagined Luke was going to reveal like his you know himself or you know like when we finally see his lightsaber again and things like that. He would he would um I mean his his lightsaber the green one things like mm-hmm. that. I mean just just all these stories you can imagine and none of it was used. It was sort of I mean I still like Luke's story, but it was sort of a a sadder, more kind of like just a weirder, different take on the, it, it just should have been like you, like what you wanted, mm-hmm. Ashley should have been what was the focal point of that second movie should have been like the Luke, Han and Leia, like we're, we're, we're going at it. But the thing mm-hmm. is, is that I, you know, Han dies in the, in the first one that, I mean, that's the only thing that sucks is and like you said, I would have probably changed it so that Luke, Han and Leia would have gotten mm-hmm. a, a moment at least gotten the the third act together mm-hmm. and then, and then made a, you know, probably made it better for force awakens. And then after that, it just, it just felt like with the last Jedi, that one was too much of a, of a, a shakeup. And then that third one was too, it, to me, even watching it now for the third, fourth time, you know, just trying to, you know, I always go back and rewatch them and they, it just, it's such a brutal, I, I don't know. It's, it's got, so to, many, it's got to solve not it's got to solve the eight that came before. Yeah. Right. It's got to do everything. And then it's and then for some reason, and I'm telling you, I'm this is just me being like I'm giving everybody the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. But just pointing out me being a J.J. Abrams fan and knowing what he's capable of. 
that something so there's so many things off about Rise of Skywalker that there's just no there's nothing redeemable about it for me. Like there there may be some things about it that are neat, but overall the movie's just not enjoyable for me. Dude, I turned it on the other day, tried to watch it, and I got ten minutes in, and I said, I, I, "This is good." I, I, I love stop. all the elements. I love the story. Like I love the you know the, the Palpatine stuff. It's like if we had just taken all of that and focused on it and enhanced it in some way, like, let, you know, say, okay, well, this is, if this is the route we want to go, this, this should have been like force awakens is fine, but the last Jedi should have fleshed this out way more about this Palpatine oh. stuff and Exegol because it, yes. it got to where with, with Exegol, like, I mean, I like the planet and everything. I, I like the fleet. I like all that stuff. It just, you couldn't enjoy it. And like I said, and not just in in a story base, I, I actually like a lot of the story of Rise of Skywalker. There were just a lot of creative choices that were just off. Even even just the, the cinematic moments were very weird and off. No, like I like I didn't find the space battle at the end memorable. I don't like going back and watching it. It's just I can't I find nothing about it dra- that draws me in the final mm-hmm. battle. Like Kylo comes in and steals the whole show. And he and, and that's not even the focus of the battle. Mm-hmm. And that's the best part of it. And that's what it it starts. It, it just hits me in, in my heart because I, I try my best. I'll fight you to the death about Phantom Menace. But this movie, I can't really defend that much. I mean, I like the, the, the Death Star 2 fight. You know, I'll say, you know, there's uh, there's something to be said about something the original trilogy did that I think, I don't know, maybe maybe it never came to jj or ryan's mind when they were writing it but uh, it's almost there's something to be said for lessons learned because it didn't ever feel like any character ever learned a lesson because because it never continued that lesson that they supposedly learned in once you know in one arc never really carried into the next story in one way it was all about lineage it was like who am i like it was all about ray and who am i and then you didn't even follow poe or or finn's story hardly at all you had a nugget of finn's story you had like a nugget of of he was a a, you know like taken as a child and and brainwashed like you know Mm -hmm. programmed as a stormtrooper Mm-hmm. That's all you knew, but like they gave you that nugget, and you never, you never really focused on it after that. I mean, well, like, okay, so for example, like you know, the original trilogy, you know, you had a New Hope, you know, Luke kind of got his first, you know, he got his feet wet with the Force, and by the second one, you know, he was he was a little brash, but he, you know, we saw, you know, when he started to wiggle the uh, the lightsaber to him, you know, we saw he was learning, you know, he 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 had something going on here that was kind of crazy. And then, you know, he had, you know, his story arc with Yoda. He lost his big fight because he was reckless. He, you know, he went in trying to be a hero when you're not supposed to be that. So then we see in Return of the Jedi, he's learned from that. He is much, you know, he's wiser about how he approaches situations now. You know, he he does make missteps, you know, while Injaba's fallacy, but he is, he's better at keeping his cool on, you know, situations and how he handles them. It didn't feel like anything like that ever really happened. And and but this is where I was getting back to what I was saying about Luke was he can be beaten down. You know, bad things can happen. You 35 years is a long time for, you know, any character to not have baggage. So, yeah, things can happen. He can be beaten down and he could be a hermit. But I think the what always irked me was how he would be 
treating the idea of the Jedi and the Sith, and you know, he tried to kind of write it off as this, you know, you you were dumb to you know think one side is good or the other side is bad, is it? because you know Luke already learned this stuff in Return of the Jedi and stuff. That that's that's a lot of you know BS that he was you know spouting out and. Also, the whole idea of Return of Jedi was that he wasn't going to be creating Jedi like they were before, because he learned that you can have attachment. You know, you just can't let it turn you. Uh, you know, he was supposed to. You know, that that was supposed to be the idea with him. You know, and we saw that. You know, in the books in the expanded universe. You know, we have characters that could. You know, have families and have kids and stuff because. But and they were training that, them at different ages. They weren't just training them at children. Yeah. They were it's, training, yeah, yeah, for sure. So it sounds, but it almost sounds like Ryan. It, it almost sounds like the way Ryan described, or Ryan had in, with with how he wrote Luke whenever he talked about this stuff. It was almost like he was implying that Luke basically just tried to copy and restart exactly what the Jedi pre Clone Wars were trying. Were you know? It almost sounded like he was just trying to reestablish that and not. I guess I did, but see, I never even read it that way. I just always felt like it was all about the trauma. That's that's how I always read it as trauma was just Mm -hmm. the the fact that that Luke, after everything he went through, Mm -hmm. he was the golden boy. He thought he was, you know, like running through the fields with flowers Mm -hmm. and everything would be fine. And then, boom, it's like his own flesh and blood turns right around and betrays him again and wipes everything like burns everything he ever worked for like mm-hmm. to the ground literally mm-hmm. and it's like i felt like i just always felt like it was because of that trauma it drove him to that kind of crazy mindedness that was just how i always mm-hmm. read it and i'm like that I, makes yeah, sense. I, I, I that's how that's that. how i always read it and that's kind of how I'd, i never really went as far into that and even in the books they never really went that far into it so it kind of always come off that way and mm-hmm. so it was always just an excuse for them to be like this is his way of being crazy old Ben, you know, but he's crazy yeah. old. Luke. Okay. Yeah. yeah but it, it, it's, it's cheap, fast ways, not cheap maybe, but just fast ways and tricky ways of, of doing like, I think probably like what we would call movie writing and things like that, where they, yeah. they come, I, it's just, it's, it's just, I'm with you though, where I would be, I would be like, yeah, they, I couldn't see it being as deep as, as he, as he wrote it because of the fact that this was a, an advanced sort of Jedi uh, movement. Yeah. But regardless, I don't know. I just feel like there was a, there was a big misstep, but I try not to focus on the fact that the, the, that the sequel trilogy kind of ended on a sour note because I enjoy the Mandalorian so much. I enjoy like the books. I just finished the, uh, the, uh, the third book in the alphabet squadron trilogy. I'm almost so finished good. with Light of the Jedi. Yeah. I'm, I was going to say, how, how is that so far with oh, the yeah, whole I'm, reboot I'm, of the universe? I'm loving it, uh, but uh, but like you know, I'm a slow. I could be a slow reader, especially when I'm getting preoccupied with other stuff. But I've heard people run around like, saying things like like, "Oh, it's PC Star Wars, PC Star Wars," and they just run around. Is it? Does it really feel like that at all, or is it? No, that just sounds like people that are angry about Gina Carano. I just want it to feel like. Is it feel like good but, expanded no, universe yeah, Star yeah. Wars? It's crazy. Like, um. The first book, you know, I, I'm I'm in the home stretch. I'd say, I'm, yeah, I'm in the like last eight chapters or so. I'm in the last act of the story. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it's basically, it's almost like you're watching a giant pilot episode, but contained in a book. So, you know, you're getting kind of all these pieces in a big story, but you're getting all these pieces set up 
for whatever you know everything else that's going to be going on um but yeah you got this huge cast of characters it's really great yeah and what's beautiful about it is there's almost an exp uh, you know there's a great character in it she's i think she's gonna kind of be almost like a centerpiece character for the for the ip um avar chris and she has this cool little thing where she can almost kind of like sense how other Jedi perceive the Force almost, and it it's fascinating, especially when you see her kind of see other see how other people interpret the Force. Like one character sees it as almost like an ocean that's constantly coming in. One character that's a Wookiee sees it almost like trees, you know, that they you know that they're swinging across. It's it, it it's it's a beautiful like new setup for a story like with a version of the jedi order that doesn't seem to be as dogmatic as they become by their end you know in the prequel trilogy right they showed in this he's been mentioned um i think he's his in status, it. I know he's in it somewhere I mean, but I yeah know. yeah he's he's not like he's not the leader um as far as i know um you know he's not like the leader of the jedi order but He's been mentioned. He he does have a status. He is very. He is even in this time. He is legendary still. Um, but I think at the time of the story, okay, yeah, he is on a sabbatical, so he actually has allowed another Jedi to take his place um, on the council. Okay. But yeah, like he he has been mentioned about uh, maybe about three or four times throughout the book. But, yeah, but I was going to say. Yeah, it's not like you know every every time someone does something, you're like, oh man, you know that was a great move. You ought to be proud of you. Right. <laughs> no, I I, I want to start on the series. I've got the book so far, but I haven't yeah. started reading them. Uh, but like like I'm saying, I'm, I'm enjoying the books and stuff that are still coming out. I maybe they'll continue on and do some some interesting movies or whatever i mean i'm fine with the tv shows if they'll continue doing great shows well i know the the what is the darkest what's the name of the series coming up um the acolyte that's acolyte, supposed yeah. to yeah, yeah take place toward i guess the end of that kind of era of the of high the, republic of the high republic so, yeah that's about here's so, coming up so, so we'll see how that is i mean even the like the the thrawn the new thrawn trilogy that, that's being that's coming out right now it it's really good. I mean, I read the first one. I've got the second book, but I haven't read it yet. But the first book was really good. It, it, to me, it was almost better than the first Thrawn book that came out for the, really? for the new series. I mean, it was just like a cool, it, like I like the world that they set up with the Chiefs and all that. And then and then Thrawn's character is still Thrawn. Like he's just great. And you see him just like being a badass, you know, in his own element. But he's still, but he's really like, I don't know, like they look at him as just this, this, wild card like he could he could get us all killed in an instant but it's like he's, but he constantly is bringing y'all the win constantly and, he, and he's just pregnant he takes everybody to school i don't know it makes you wonder what the what the chits are like if they think that thrawn is the wild card. it's crazy dude but anyway it's it's good it's good stuff but speaking of star wars guess what i got yeah, I was gonna say, do you have any any go? Boy, Ooh. look at what he has got. I what does it come with? It. What like minifigures? Oh, it comes with uh, Vader, Luke, and an Imperial officer. Ooh, so this is like the the Return of the Jedi. Like, well, if I can get it to the wait, wait, wait. Oh, wrong side. Wee. Yeah, 
yeah, so that is not shuttle to Yep. That, yeah, that is no, dope. Yeah, it's not. So it's not. Yeah, it's not technically shuttle Tidarian because I think it was a slightly bigger. I think Tidarian. Remember was this was no. Remember this was Vader's shuttle just, that uh, picked Luke up it, when he surrendered. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the one. Yeah, I think also. I guess maybe it's the same one. The one he stole basically and left the Death Star in mm-hmm. at the end. Probably it was probably one like it. At least but, uh, it's probably yeah. the one. Uh, yeah, I got that because I've been wanting one of the one of those type of uh, whatever. What do you call so that? You haven't class? even built it yet. Is it a, no? I kept it in the box, waiting for waiting for this. Huh. So are you going to build it here live on the on the show? Or are we going to? Yeah, you should, you should, should start building. We'll, we'll keep talking about. It's gonna be a, a four-hour live stream then. That's fine. We'll just do a four-hour live stream of us debating <laughs> like all the Star Wars movies and stuff. And and that's including how you're putting together wrong. Man, I gotta tell you, I tried to right there. I tried to watch the Ewok movie with my wife, and she she fell asleep. She couldn't watch. She she's just like, I'm out. The Caravan of yeah. Courage. Yeah. Oof. It's, 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 a, it's a hard watch. You hush. That's a great movie. If there, but the the best thing about it is just the stark the stark contrast between the first one and then just the first ten minutes of the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? What's the whole storyline here? We're gonna find my family again. It's the storyline here in the sequel. My family's dead. Yeah. <laughs> wiped out. Yeah. You see how you can have all of this? Oh no, you don't. <laughs> No, it's it, it's crazy. Your dad can get turned into uh, the principal from the Breakfast Club, and then uh, yeah. he gets murdered. Right. Although you know what? Turning on the cartoons. Interestingly, though, I believe that. I mean, if it wasn't for those Ewok movies, uh, I don't think we would have the Dathomir witches, would we? No, it was without the um. Because the, she was she's well, no, she's was, a death. She's a Dathomir witch, I thought. I think that was retcon later, but I don't think oh, okay. she was. They, they, I, don't, the, I don't think she was a Dathomir witch in that movie. No, no. Um, okay. The Dathomir people, like they, the witches and stuff, came from uh, Courtship of Princess Leia. It was a David oh. Orton novel in the uh, expanded universe. Yeah, that was technically the first time they brought it. Do what? A horrible novel. It wasn't horrible. <laughs> I thought it was good. I didn't. I didn't like it. I mean, I at the end good. of Return of the Jedi. She was with Han. There's no need to have a freaking courtship. I know, but they had to make it interesting. But you even read it, and you you were like, you know, where she's, you know, she's gonna be with. Yeah, it's I like know. you could tell, like even with Shadows of the Empire, they always tried to make it like, like, oh no. But, mm. but no, well, it was it was kind of whatever. So yeah, what, my, kind of, what kind of goodies? Yeah, here's my haul. So I picked this guy up at GameStop. Oh, Shang Chi. Yes, Shang-Chi. See, I know nothing about this right, character, but I want to watch it. Oh, yeah. See, and the reason I want to watch it is because I didn't even realize this until after the fact, because I've been watching Kim's Convenience, is uh, he's the, he's part of the main cast of that series. Oh, really? Yeah. Un- and, unfortunately, they got they got canceled. The creator. And I also picked up this guy, Death Dealer, but he already took him out of the package. So Death Sorry, Dealer, he's Death. up on the shelf. Um, because he looked very, very cool. Oh, then, oh, yeah, that's yeah, okay, that's the ninja-looking character in the trailer, isn't it? Yep. Then I got okay. this Cobra Trooper. Well, I got two of them actually. That there you cool. go from Hasbro. Well, so then I got of, one more thing. Of uh, GI Joe, Star Stands. 
cool. These are pretty cool for Marvel Legends, Star Wars Black Series type figures. I was going to say, that's what I've got. Yep. I think I've got to get some for my McFarlane Assassin's Creed figures. They got got terrible, terrible standing. Little peg here, and it's got two pegs over here, different size. So they accommodate, you know. How many come in a pack? Five. And it's like, uh, oh, I can't remember. I paid $32 for one, two, three, four, 20 of them. I'm gonna have to get some of those. Twenty stands, yeah. Yeah, these um, like, if I even bump the uh, or slightly shift any of the, uh, like you can kind of see all these like all these McFarlane Assassin's Creed figures, Mm -hmm. they are precarious. Slight shift and they all like dominoes. Dude, my 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 DC Multiverse same way. They just start leaning over time. It's like you could stand them up perfectly straight. Mm-hmm. The next day I'll come in and they're like, <laughs> I still not open up. They're like, you know, I, I still haven't opened up my animated Superman yet. Uh, well, I'm talking about even, those are bad. I just yeah. have them kind of leaning mm-hmm. against the back of the case. But I mean, just regular ones that even you those you can't like good. pose them in any way to make them to make them display better. They ain't like the animated Superman. Them. But you had to glue him down to where you're standing him. You couldn't put him on a stand like that. I mean, look how tiny those legs. Look at this tiny, tiny legs. No, for sure he's bow legged too. Look at him. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a serious problem though. Really, when you pull him out of that package. Oh, for sure. That's why I'm just trying to figure out some alternative to it. Yeah, I I guess it's the kind of the flaw, just the design, because you know you have these. He, you know, he did that very exaggerated, huge torso with you know very small legs. Does that Superman come with like a thing to make him look like he's flying? No, I no, I didn't think so. See, that's what they should have done. They should have made it like a come with a little plastic thing, a little flight stand to make him look like he's flying. They're, mm-hmm. they're they're weird about the flight stand. So the flight stands only come with certain figures. Yeah. All right, with a blue and the blue and red Superman suit for the yeah, Justice League. Yeah, the, that come the, with them? Yeah, the Justice League Superman come with them. Now, when are we getting those? In June? Yeah, in May, June. Yeah. Yeah. Sometime. Yeah. Eventually. Say, I think mine's in June. I know I know mine's in like let me see. I know it's if, in June. If your pre order from Target doesn't get cancelled. Mine didn't get cancelled. They just moved mine. See, because Ray was asking me about that. No, and here's so, the deal, dude. Here's what you need to watch. So if they move it if if they start moving it more than like one or two times, mm-hmm. your yours is eventually gonna get cancelled. Uh yeah. I mean, that's Mine's just only moved once. It says it's it it moved to like June. Oh, let me log in. It was um June Tuesday, June fifteenth. Yeah, and if you don't, and and if, and if they send that email to you and they ask you to approve the move, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't do it within a day, they they're gonna cancel that figure. Wow. Yeah. So you better approve it. But but even then, I've done it. You can still get and canceled. And they've moved it like three times. I approved it. The next day, they canceled the figure. So wow. I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, they did that to for Gorilla Grodd for me. And um, luckily, a dude on the, um, one of my moderators on the Facebook group said, I'll go pick one up for you. Now, I wonder, uh, is there any reasoning behind like their... Or is there any method behind their their madness with you know canceling pre-orders? Like, do you, does it have to do with your payment method? Maybe. 
So, so there was some thought that because they do like check your credit card every yeah. week. Yeah, Literally. I've noticed that because I'll I'll see it like because I use PayPal for for all of mine all my pre orders and I'll ah. do see like uh, um pending authorizations that keep getting updated week to week. Yep, it's almost like to see if they to like make sure that you are able to to pay for it at any time. Yep, which is almost so, like which is good for me at least because it's on a form of credit, so I don't have to worry too much about you know. Yeah, I just gotta make sure I don't uh, you know go over my current limit, which is easy, pretty easy to do. And 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 that's what um some people do. And then yeah. as soon as soon as that that little small um charge doesn't go through, they say, oh, cancel your figure. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so see, mine's still good. Says it's still good. I mean, it's like it's it says uh, estimated to to be here Tuesday, June twenty second. So yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm sort of in this mood now where. I'm sort of reevaluating everything because I got just so much crap. You know, it's like, what do I really need to keep? What do I want to keep collecting? What I want? What do I want to sell? You know, I, I just so I don't know, man. we're going to change the name of the show now. We're going to change it to that either that novel life or that comic life. <laughs> no, or... no, no, I'm still collecting toys. Don't get me uh, wrong. That why not life? That um, that hard knock life. That hard knock life, yeah, the, yeah, the Jay Z uh, fan cast. Yeah, I, I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Volume three. Volume three. I see so much cool stuff, and it's just like I'm a, you know, I have I have sort of like ADD when it comes to toys. It's like, oh, we're talking about, oh, look at that over there, you know, I want that, and then somebody else brings something shinier in, and I go to All that. Right. I didn't tell you because I, I I told you that I saw the Lego set for the uh, Bad Batch shuttle, didn't I? When the, yeah, in the yeah, last episode. Yeah, yeah I, I told Austin yeah, just the other day. Um, yeah, I, I pre-ordered it. So sweet, sweet. But the problem, the funny thing is, like, actually, like 15 minutes after I got my confirmation email, I got another email from Lego saying, like, we're sorry, your your item is uh, on back order. So. It'll be within 60 days of the release date that you'll get it. So all I was thinking was, well, it gives me more time to make sure my PayPal's paid off by the Yeah. But yeah. well, like, what we could do is just take your inventory, some of what I've because I've got a big inventory, mm-hmm. and then we can just start a toy store. We could. We could. And and I was thinking, dude, this is like the last year to sell, really, for me. And what I mean by that is I don't want to sound like I'm dirty or something like that, but like Biden's new as part of his, you know, some of his stimulus rollout, he changed the way you report like um, what's it called? Gig, gig, like the gig economy people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How they report um, earnings. So mm-hmm. anything over six hundred dollars now you can be taxed. You, you know, you're going to pay taxes on the starting next year. So I'm like, you know, like used to with eBay, it's like either make $20,000 or 200 and some odd sales, and then you would get a 1099 from eBay. Mm. Now it's $600. And I was thinking, I was like, I sold that one Lego set for $550. You know, (laughs) that's one item. Yeah. That's one freaking item. And if I sell a comic book for 50, like, I'm hoping to get back that Canaan number six, 
mm-hmm. you know, at a 9.8. And if I do, I mean, the thing's selling for 700 bucks. I can go on eBay, turn it around, and then I got to pay taxes on this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, God. So I, I'm, I, that's, why I I'm just, that, that's why I'm thinking right now. I'm, this is the perfect time if I'm going to do it. I need to sell whatever, you know, I need to fo- come down, focus on something, one or right. two different lines or, 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 or something and get rid of the rest. That way I can pocket, you know, something and make that other line, you know, have money to spend on future things and hopefully be happy with that. That's my problem. I'm never happy with, you know, I'm happy while I, when I get it, Oh yeah, look, I got this little thing. Darn you. Biden, what was that? Oh, McFarland's releasing what? And then he was like, "So you, you finally, <laughs> so you finally self-reflected and fixed the problem, hey?" <laughs> well, I don't know this if I'm fixing it, but you know, uh, I mean, I, hey, I have to check I myself on that too because I, you know, I, me and my wife will talk about that sometimes. It's just like you have to, you have to check yourself on what you, what like you can get excited over buying something, or what are you going to buy that's going to have longevity that's why i I feel like records for one thing are are a big thing because you're just like oh and i and for me i just keep on it's something i can use over and over and over yeah yeah but um or like physical media like blu-ray and things like that but i try to be where i'm not just buying every old thing i only buy what you know what i want but then when it comes to toys it's tough because you want you want it all and i and that's why i I have (laughs) buckets and boxes full of it so it's yeah, like now I'm going, oh, I've got to start selling stuff that I really, truly don't need. So you have to like I, stop and think about, do I really need this when you're, you're in the moment buying it? You know? So so this room right here is 14 by 22, right? So yep. what, what is that? 800 something square foot? Probably. All I know is it's bigger than my office. Yeah. Then I've got a room on the other side right here with my Star Wars stuff filled from yeah. floor to ceiling. And it's a, it's a little smaller room. It's like six yeah. by six by six or something like that. But mm-hmm. I, I'm like, hey, I got to do something, you know, and then Joe Fest is coming up. I wish I would have freaking got a table. You know, that would have been the perfect, that would have been the go. perfect fix right there. But plus I don't want to ship all this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be a nightmare doing like a claim sale on Facebook. And like, it's like here, beast boy, one beast boy, little tiny figure. You know, and then I got to pay $5 shipping on this mug or, you know, or somebody has to pay $5 shipping on it. And then yeah. I got to box each one individually up and send out to all over the country, you know. <sighs> or you could just sell it all to one person and take a big, you know, at 30% of what you would actually get for it, you know. Because if a dealer sure. buys it, they're, they're going to pay you about 30% of the value. Because That's why we should all in a pawn around. shop, like the guys in, the, you know, the pawn stars guys, like in Vegas. Oh man, because that, that's know. like it's a self-sustaining business now, where they've, it'll, it's, it's almost like it'll never go away, and they're just rolling in the money. But the, the moments I really like are when they make decisions on things that come through, where they're like, oh, I want that for myself, because that would be me. I'd be like, mm, oh, yeah. I think I want that for myself. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and, and I would love to open a toy store, but. I'm not in a position to open a toy store, you know, six, seven years when I retire, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, but, ah, uh, you know, right now, I mean, I mean, you live in Savannah, you live where Statesboro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all live 
too far away to for you know to hey let's open a toy store you know i disagree but <laughs> then i gotta drive two hours to go to work every day Ooh, i don't know if you'd want to open it here in savannah to be honest you might i mean you it would probably have to be like one of those things where thinking about longevity where where would it it thrive a pop-up store it might, it might just be in a smaller town somewhere uh, i don't know i mean i really don't know yeah, I mean, I'm just saying there's there's a lot of them that pop up here in Savannah, so I start to feel like they probably Savannah doesn't need them, or if they need them, they need one that like if anything, I think I just don't think Savannah needs a toy store to be honest because they have enough of them. It's just they're probably needed elsewhere. Like he's telling you, he don't want you there. He's like, no, I mean, I'm you know, no, I'm just sure. saying that I know that I would open one here and it would close tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> That's I mean, what the, sucks. Over, the overhead in Savannah would be ridiculous. And that too, the like the re, I'm telling you, man, the real estate would be ridiculous. It's, oh, God. Yeah. That's why Even like, here, I would, I want to open a restaurant here, but it would be yeah. a small, small place. Like it would be a walk up if I was yeah. to do anything. But, but yeah, I mean. Just Savannah will be tough. I, that's why I would try to figure out if it would be doable in a smaller town because I yeah. really do. I, I want a toy store so bad. I want to open one so yeah. bad. And, you know, maybe especially like a toy store slash record shop. I'm sorry. Yeah, especially, if, especially after watching those Netflix shows about them. No, for sure. I would love, like, uh, my dream no. would be to have a, a re- like, basically like in Athens where they have downstairs, it's a, and it's kind of like, it's weird. It's on the street level is the mm-hmm. record shop. And then upstairs is a is like a toy shop and comic shop, and they have like retro toys and comics mm-hmm. and all that up there. I would love to open something like that. Oh my god! Because I mean that's that's two of my my favorite things in this world are music and and like toy slash pop culture stuff. I mean that's ugh, I would my thing, you know I would just more- dance around all day like just hey like, how you doing how you doing how you doing because that would be like me back at, you would see me in video warehouse mode from when I was a kid. Man, well, I I would rather have a like a museum more so than a toy store. So I I would need to be financially well off. I mean, I could do, do that. that. I feel like that would just be the more boring job. Oh no, just I, I mean, I could stay up here all day like rearranging toys. Like I I just love doing that. You know, like okay, today I'm gonna put Batman with all the Green Lanterns. You know, or yeah. or, or or you know, just you know, or flip flop it another way like all my michael keaton batmans are going on this shelf today right <laughs> you know i mean just w- whatever i just like re- i call that playing you know for sure for sure not not me coming out here to my you know that's not playing anymore this is it's like it's like a version of feng shui you know you're 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 kind of like rearranging the energy in your in your you know in your space yeah, I mean, I've yeah. done that. I mean, I've I'm done that. Yeah, I mean, I I actually kind of just readjusted my shelves. Like, I bought a four tier shelf, mm-hmm. and instead of just building another four tier shelf, I actually added those shelves from that onto my three and four tier ones to make them all five. Uh, so I now have four five tier shelves. Hmm. So, well, I mean, I I just feel like. I would love to just if, if I had a toy museum, you know, when people come mm-hmm. in just talking about toys, that is just, you know, I, I could do that all day long. That that sure. would be 
and I'm trying to think of the guy. There is a guy um, who has like a superhero museum in Indiana. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of his name. I mean, that uh, makes me just kind of miss the days of like the movie rental store where like, yeah, I, I'd go in a video warehouse. And, you know, me and also just talk about movies. Yeah, we, I mean, uh, just hours that, on that, that's how I would take I would take that vibe in, into a toy store environment. Yeah. And, and but the thing is, is I would even my employees, I would train them and, you know, probably couldn't have a lot of them, but I would train them on customer service for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be it would be I, I mean, I'm not going to say I'd be tough on them, but I mean, people people don't realize like you have to have customer service and you've got to learn how to talk to people. Yeah. And so when you're coming in, like I can't I can't have my store be in that place that has a creepy vibe or a oh yeah no, like no, no. An unsettling oh, yeah. vibe. Like I it's gotta be a fun place. I want people to come back. I want you know what I'm saying I want people loving the vibe. I, I said like you was talking about with people playing with toys. I'd probably be going around they'd be like who is that dude? He'd be like he owns the joint. He's over there playing <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah. kids, do you want to come like, play with these like Ninja y'all, Turtles? Y'all. I just went to the back room, and there's somebody <laughs> taking a nap on the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier back there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> then I would like, be the creepy guy until like, I get you right off the... <laughs> yeah. yeah, get out of here. I just I just put a, a, a link to a YouTube video in the chat where the guy did, oh, like, man. a virtual tour of his museum in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Just sit there and yeah. look at the history and just all the coolness that, you know, came out of that. Um, that's me. That's what I want to do. But like I said, first, my plan is to win the lottery, the Mega Millions, because <laughs> I got to have a lot of money to do this. Right. I've already thought it out. I just need to put it on paper and hopefully get some sponsors. We just got to put our heads together and like <laughs> figure out how to win that lottery quicker. I mean, my current scheme is to to sell a book so far. So really? Either way, to, all of this is going to work. Moder- I don't need it. I don't need it to be Harry Potter big. I just want it to be moderately big. Yeah, right. Where, they where are I, selling. I don't, need, I don't. I don't need to be able to buy a castle. I just want to be. I want to make an. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to kind of have that Forrest Gump moment where you know Lieutenant Dan tells him, "You don't have to worry about money no more." And Forrest's reaction is, "Well, that's good." <laughs> well, that's <laughs> right. Nice. Yeah. You're like, so money is just one less thing I don't have to worry about. That's uh, how I've always treated that, life. Like, I, yeah, I don't need to be like power. You know, I don't need to be money hungry or anything like that. I just want to, I just want to be comfortable. So are you writing a book? I've written a book. I'm like going, I've been actually going over it with Austin. We've been like, uh, back and forth. on beta re- Yeah. He's kind of been a beta reader for oh, sweet. If you're interested, I'll, if you're interested, I'll let, you know, if you're, I'll let you in on it too if you want. Oh well, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but I, like, have you? Yeah, Austin's like, no, don't do it. <laughs> no, no, you're yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not mad. Don't do it. Don't read yeah. that mess. Uh, I'm not mad. <laughs> no. Nah, um, have you tried to like get an agent or anything? Oh yeah, like that? that yeah, the agent game is so fun. Because uh, you got you got you got to pitch it it's to them. It's fun. He's gonna get it though. Yeah, that's why I just I just always think he's gonna, it's gonna it's gonna happen. Like that's it's, it's going to happen. But it's so hard to do. Like because if you think writing a book by itself is hard, the it's even harder to get someone interested in just the idea first. Because you got to get someone to latch on enough to where they say, "All right, send it to me. I want to read more." 
So, you gotcha. know, you're either go you either got to like sell them with just a few lines or a quick little synopsis. And there's so many different like schools of thought on how you need to talk to your agent in the letter, like what you need to say, what needs to be said, how succinct and how precise you need to be on what you're saying, the do's and don'ts of what, you know, what can kill a letter. Um, you know, and then everybody's got their own things in terms of submission, like, you know, some will not, you know, don't want to see any of the books. Some, you know, want to go by the quit, you know, by your pitch itself. Some will take a couple pages, like five or 10. I've had one that like one of the first three chapters. It's mm -hmm. just, it's just, it's exhausting just trying to get anyone to pay attention. So yeah, I can imagine. Oh yeah. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Uh, that's cool. Hey, I think we're living in a world right now where every, anything's possible. I think we've we've hit a reboot, and I think it's going to happen. I think it will Maybe. happen. Somebody will reach out. It's all about. I mean, look. I think. I think, especially in this time and day, it's like. I think we're starting to get out of that whole like bully, weird, like shark culture where it's like, you know, pitch me or do all this. You know, it's like. Mm. I think people are starting to kind of just wisen up and, and you'll, you'll, you'll find somebody that's willing to listen that can, that can have some sort of connections. It's in, but you also have to be careful of who you, who you're dealing with too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know, don't, don't want anybody to take advantage of you. That's for sure. I mean, I mean well, it, it's, it's pretty easy in terms of finding an agent and like the easiest thing they say, no agent that's legitimate is ever going to want you to pay them any money to read anything of theirs if they're if they ever talk about taking like wanting some money from you to like do anything for you run the other way because Not i mean really. the whole purpose of an agent is that they're gonna their money from you is gonna they're come investing off. in you yeah, so that they get the you. money later yeah so yeah money up front that's always no big no no that's you know scam yeah. usually <laughs> for sure no right. for sure but um, I guess we'll just wrap that up for this week, yeah. guys and gals. And I hope All everybody right. had a uh, live listening to us. Say love it, say it, and learn, laugh, and pray. Love. I don't want to say that though. I don't laugh. Watch Invincible. <laughs> oh, you say Invincible one more. <laughs> That toy life. To catch these ghosts, you need the real Ghostbusters. Nice landing on Solo. Spaceships and Luke Skywalker sold separately. Batteries not included. That toy life.